20 minutes past 8 o'clock. When last have you gone for a facial, a haircut, a hairdresser appointment? How are your toes and na- toenails and fingernails looking? Makeup artists, beauty therapists, tattoo artists, barbers, hairstylists have all been excluded from the hairdressing industry's court application asking for them to be allowed trade and to operate under alert level three of the lockdown regulations. The application by hairstylists will be heard again on the 17th of June and the industry uh, represents approximately 90,000 registered hairdressers and about 120 unregistered hairdressers and they're all looking to be included so that they can open up their businesses and start earning some money again. Jade Tome is uh, one of the applicants in that uh, court case. Jade, how are you doing this evening? Hi, Lester. Very good in you. Um, uh, thank you so much for giving us this opportunity. Well, I haven't been to to a stylist in in a while. If you don't know, I I've, I've, I've dreadlocks. It's probably been a good, probably more than three months. My 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 stylist even called me and said, you know, come round to my house. It's fine, and and that's my concern. I don't want to go, but obviously, yeah. people like my stylist, people like you, and the people that you represent need to to earn a living. You have been not having business since the beginning of lockdown. How's it been? Correct. Lester has been very, very good. Um, Jade, do me a favor. We're having a bit of trouble hearing. I'm sending you back to uh, Amy, our producer, just to have a check of your line. But some people say that it's been a while. Jacques is in Goodwood. My hair is growing and I'm growing. I'm going to grow it long like a hippie. A millennial hippie. Another person says that he had his haircut on Friday, whether it's by himself or friend or family member, or whether they went to his barber. We don't know. But I was telling you about my stylist wanting me to come to his house. And uh, although I know that he can do with a business, I just feel uncomfortable sitting underneath a hairstylist you know, will breathe and talk over me. I still feel a little bit uncomfortable about that. But Jade, you're back with us. Um, but you were explaining how difficult yes. it has been for, for hairdressers and stylists over the last two and a half months. Correct, yes. Um, I, hope you, I hope you can hear me clearly now. Um, one of the um, really in, impactful um, statistics that I'd like to share with you as well, because the second case is uh, for the hair and beauty industry. Mm. The South African cosmetic sector is one of the biggest personal care markets on the African continent, employing about 50,000 people and contributing about 250 billion at retail level for more, hun- for more than 5 billion at the manufacturing mm. level. So this is um, an entire industry in addition to the hair industry that mm. has just shut down. So it is a huge impact that churn is happening mm from an economic point standpoint, but from the actual hairdresser themselves, it has been so difficult, Lester, mm-hmm. from the point of you know not being able to um, earn a living. Uh, landlords are actually closing and forcing people to close their doors and evicting, even though the government has said, you know, you can, you know, eviction is not allowed uh, during this time. La- uh, landlords are doing this. They seem mm-hmm. to believe that 
they are exempt from this. And unfortunately, it is making almost 40% of our industry yeah. is starting to, to actually close. Wow. And, and, and even though landlords can't evict, they can, they can apply for eviction at the moment. So as soon as uh, we go maybe to a next uh, level of, of lockdown, you're expecting or many of your members are expecting to open up. But in fact, they then could face uh, uh, um, uh, eviction. But unlike yeah. supermarkets, unlike malls, unlike grocery stores, um, who, are, who are more often than not franchises or 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 or, or, um, or parts of large chains? Um, many stylists, many hairdressers are owner-run. It is the person who is essentially blowing your hair also owns the business. So that money goes directly to them. There's very little bailout uh, from you know head office on the sole owner you know of a hairdressing salon. Correct. Yeah, it's a very, it, the, the terminology is hand to mouth. It's kind of, um, you know, what they make is what they earn. And then they obviously then use that to cover their bills and expenses. So it really is a um, industry that is immediately impacted mm. by being locked down immediately. It's it's also a very personal industry, um, in in that uh, you know the 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 client and the hairdresser, the stylist have a relationship, and you and you some people wouldn't mind you know welcoming people into their homes. The person who said he got his hair done at the weekend says that he got his highlights even, and that his hairdresser came mm-hmm. to his house. She was amazing. She was safe, sanitized, and to be honest, less worried yeah. about her compared to going to the local shops. But then you have people like me. Me, Jade, who is a little bit afraid about about sitting underneath a barber as they're talking and breathing, how do you uh, how do you uh, allay then the clientele's fears that that all um, salons, all stylists would be open uh, would be able to open safely and with the same and with a stringent level of of hygiene and sanitation? Very good question. Very important question. Thank you, Lester. So. In a nutshell, um, our industry has been wearing masks and gloves, um, and I'm speaking on behalf of the entire personal care industry, since the beginning of our trade. The products that we use are designed to eliminate any form of bacteria or infection and actually used to cleanse and sanitize the areas that we're working on. In addition, and this is the reassurance that I want to give the entire of South Africa, in addition to these already very mm that you don't find in your supermarkets, that you don't find even in your banks and, and those kind of things. In addition to these strict protocols, we will have shields in place, we will have shields, we will have masks, there will be no breathing of clients, there will be proper systems that will allow people to safely um, you know, maintain all you know, safety protocols to ensure that no um, you know, COVID transmission would happen in that entire situation, in that environment. And at the same time, stylists also have to take the risk of being infected by their clients. Um, the, the person who does my also could take the risk of, of me coming into his or her shop and then have being infected by me. Are, are people willing to take that risk? Have they, you know, seen through a lot the last two months that they're willing to take their health into their own hands just to earn an income? Well, I think they're, they're one of the things that has been very compelling with all of the court arguments um, across the world is that the fatality rate percentage 
is extremely small. Yes, the infection rate is very high, but the fatality rate on a global scale is 0.02. So we, we understand we, this isn't the first time we've had to deal with the virus. We've had H1N1, we've had, you know, all SARS, all sorts of different viruses that almost every, every two years. So it's how we manage the situation, how we mm. boost our immune systems and how we understand that if, we, if masks work, if sanitizing works and if hygiene works and social distancing works, then lockdown. Mm. It is so important to understand that these protocols have been suggested by professionals. These are the experts. These are mm. the people saying this is what's going to stop the spread. So then if that's what stops the spread, why keep us locked down? Trade without incriminating anyone, um, like any other industry that is uh, regulated or prohibited, there is a, a black market for it. Are, 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 are some of your members doing house calls? Well, without having to obviously expose too much of the industry, I need to say that we are doing whatever we can to put food on the table. And mm. um, if that means risking it to, to you know, obviously try and keep above um, board in terms of financial commitments, then that is unfortunately the situation. But having said that, I need to just mention that um, we are talking about guiding citizens mm. to uh, legal financial commitments. Their rent, their their cell phones, their, all of these, these financial um, commitments. And government has unconstitutionally done is put these law-abiding citizens in where they are forced to mm. feel like they are breaking the law in order to uphold their legal requirements. So these people aren't going out and stealing and doing crazy things. People are actively going out performing a service that they have been professionally trained and qualified to do. Mm. And in terms of other interaction that um, we've got, sorry, I've got the dog barking. <laughs> no, it's fine. But, sorry. but Jade, thanks so much. Yes. Really, really appreciate it. If you are a hairdresser, if you are a nail technician, if you are a barber doing cool cuts, give me a call. 021-446-0567. We want to hear from you of how this lockdown and the restriction of your trade is affecting you. We'll be back after this.